The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. With our Bibles open today to Psalm 103, we're looking today at a great psalm of praise for the Lord, and we shall entitle this psalm, The Blessing of Blessing the Lord. First, a word of prayer, and we'll read the first couple of verses together, and then look at a few verses throughout this psalm. Father, thank you for the good day. Thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ, his perfect salvation. And Lord, how that we can stand justified in him because of his grace, his blood, and his righteousness. He is our hope. He is our peace. He's our Redeemer, our Lord, and our Savior. And it is in Jesus' name I ask my prayer. Amen and amen. Psalm 103, verse number 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Notice how the psalmist is actually giving instruction to his soul. He intends on blessing the Lord on purpose. He instructs his own soul devotionally and deliberately. And I believe that we should praise the Lord in a more deliberate manner than we're already doing. Many people are waiting on an emotional feeling, but it should be a matter of the will and a matter of the heart before it's a matter of the emotions. So we should say to our soul, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. I believe in verses 1 through 18, as we consider the blessing of blessing the Lord, we see that we should bless the Lord in the light of His 
mercy. This is verses 1 through 18. But then we should also bless the Lord in the light of His might, of His power, of His strength, of His dominion. Verses 19 through 22. In the first section, blessing the Lord in the light of His mercy, we see godly benefits. Verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. That which God benefits the believer with is always good and godly. But then these godly benefits are gracious. Verses 3 and 4. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. Praise God, He has forgiven all of our iniquities. And all of our diseases, he says, should be healed. He will one day heal us completely when he comes to rapture us out of this world. But then he says in verse 4, Who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. These are good and gracious benefits that God gives to his children. Verse 5, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. And so God has mercy in redemption. Verses 1 through 8, the Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. Verse 9, He will not always chide, neither will He keep His anger forever. We saw the redemption of God, the righteousness of God. This is the response of God. Verse 10, He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. Our God responds with grace and with mercy, with loving kindness, and with redemption. But then there's the remembrance of God. I'm glad that God chooses to remember us. He says in verse 14, For he knoweth our frame. He remembereth that we are dust. God remembered the frailty of Israel and the Jews, and he remembers the frailty of you and I. As for man, verse 15, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over it, and it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children, to such as keep his covenant and to those that remember His commandments to do them. The Lord has a remembrance for His own. 
and he will certainly remember those who remember him. He will remember those that keep his commandments, that keep his covenants, that are righteous in his sight, that fear the Lord and long to please the Lord. These shall find mercy with the Lord and find that his mercy is from everlasting to everlasting. We bless the Lord in the light of his mercy. But then we bless the Lord in the light of his might. The rule of his throne is acknowledged in verse number 19. And the reach of his throne is acknowledged in the rest of the psalm. Verse 19, the rule of his throne. The Lord, the Lord God Jehovah. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. Then in verse 20, Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his, that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Here is God at work. His throne, his kingdom, his angels, his commandments, his word, his hosts, his ministers, his pleasure, his works, his dominion, the might of God. He, his kingdom, rules over all. His throne is in the heavens. It's been prepared. It is permanent. It shall never be uprooted, never be removed, never be replaced. No, our God is almighty, and he is there upon the throne, and he is there to stay upon that throne. And so we, brethren, should bless the Lord in these days for his mercy, for his might. And God is building His church. He is still saving souls. He is still saving the lives of His saints and delivering the godly out of temptation. He's still reconciling broken homes and restoring marriages. And He is forgiving sin. He's dealing with sin. He's rescuing our children. And I believe there's still hope for America if she would but turn to Jesus Christ, though I don't see her turning. I know that Christ is the answer and that God is the hope of every man. He's the hope of every city and the hope of every county and the hope of every state and the hope of all nations. Yes, our God is almighty and he's merciful and he longs to redeem men's lives from destruction and he's a good God who satisfies the mouth with good things so that a man's youth is renewed like the eagles. And for those that are oppressed, he always executes both righteousness and judgment. He made his known his ways unto Moses, his action to the children of Israel. And praise God, he's not left the Gentiles without a revelation of God. And he's given us the complete revelation of God to man in the scriptures preserved the Word of God in the King James Bible. For those of us who speak in English, we have God's 
inspired word preserved for us, and we can know this God if we want to know this God. Do you know Him today, friend? Is He your Savior? Has He forgiven you of all your iniquities? Has He redeemed your life from destruction? Has He crowned you with loving kindness and tender mercies? I pray you'd come to Jesus Christ the Lord today. Call on His name. Turn from your sin. Trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, for He is our propitiation. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not for our sins only, but also for the sins of the whole world. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly, it is written. God's Word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.